It's that rich girl, and you're going too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. Ooh. You can rely on the old man's money. Yeah. You can rely on the old man's money. It's that rich girl, and you're going too far. Why don't you listen to us anyway, dude? <laughs> you, you can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's That's Rich. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to That's Rich. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. Welcome. Welcome to That's Rich, the podcast. With me, Rory Kelly. And I'm Daniel McKeown. Neither of us tall and or oats, but with that charming opening ripped from their delightful song. Yeah, I hope they don't Girl. sue us for that. That's, um, no. Uh, <laughs> it, they won't. They won't hear this. They won't hear That's fine. That would really be against the spirit of the fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> Come after us, guys, if you like. Um. This is the podcast where we look at the strange and bizarre world of rich people, uh, their eccentricities and their malignancies. And mm-hmm. uh, each week, one of us brings a different strange story um, from the history of rich people. And we also look at similar stories in the news right now. Yes. Uh, in a segment we call Minor Royalties. The big one this week for me is that Apple has become a $2 trillion company in the past. It's been valued at $2 trillion. Oh, good, good. So that's becoming... Apple now has the power and influence of some of some small countries. They earn they are earning the same amount that our government has put into both poverty and climate change. They have the money to <laughs> to, to to feed into both, and they're earning that. But just yeah. but you know what? They need to make a streaming service with movies that no no one will watch. They need to do yes, that. they so do. Like, they, they do. That care. is as important as kids getting fed. That's that's really yeah. crucial. Um, cause I really need to see 40 year old virgin. I need that like at my fingertips. <laughs> when Greta Thunberg said, how dare you? She meant, how dare you not cast Steve Carell as a morning show host that would be, be a dickhead to Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. That's what he meant. That's what she meant. That's a so reference it's to like, viewers who don't know. That's a reference to the popular Apple uh, TV show, The Morning Show. Which, of course, no one gets because no one's seen anything that's ever been on Apple TV. That's, nope. the, that's nope. the other thing. You don't understand it, but $2 billion. $2 Isn't billion. that insane? We live in a time. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be all like network, but like we live in a time where like... <laughs> There's a, whole streaming, there's a whole streaming service with movies I'll never watch. I'm yeah. never going to know yeah. what, it, what that performance is like. I'm never going to see Defending Jacob with Chris yeah. Evans and fucking the woman from Downton Abbey. Like, I'm not going to watch that. You know I'm not going to watch that, that, Tim Peake, if you're her. So, these sound so fucking shitty. Hear me, Tim Peake. Hear me. You will not know. <laughs> you know I will not watch this. This is, of course, a podcast coming, from you, coming to you from the reality that Apple TV is the worst thing that Apple has done. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, we're going to move we're on. Really on. We're going to move on real quick to a story that caught my attention. Roy, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, mm-hmm. the, it reads, uh, Drew Barrymore on a recent episode of the show Hot Ones on YouTube confirmed that the body of her grandfather, the actor John Barrymore, was stolen by friends and propped up against a poker table shortly after he died. Um, what? So Hot Ones host Sean Evans suggests, this is from an yeah. independent article, Hot Ones host Sean Evans suggested that three of the veteran actors' friends were responsible for the kidnapping, namely Errol Flynn, the comedian W.C. Fields, and the poet and anarchist Sadakichi Hartman. They did, Barrymore said. And I will say <laughs> this, I hope my friends do the same for me. This is the kind of spirit I can get behind. Just prop the old bag up and have a last few rounds. She continued... <laughs> I think death comes with so much morose sadness, and I understand that. 
But if it's okay, just with me, if everyone can be really happy and celebratory and have a party, that would be my preference. Which I can get behind, Miss Barrymore, but not when there's a physical human body propped up <laughs> next to you, <laughs> assumingly covered in dirt, like, and assumingly like... Well, yeah, yeah, what was it, when, when you say they stole the body, did they... I, they dug up they the carcass of... Seemingly, hang on, um... It's, I think it was, yeah. Um, she also said that she heard rumors that the cult comedy Weekend at Bernie's, in which two friends pretend their dead boss is still alive, was also inspired by the fate of her grandfather. Jesus That's Christ. all that's said. That's all in the article. But that's, that's the only bit of the article, is that she's confirmed that she was at a party with her dead grandfather, propped up like that. Like, hey, get some rounds down him. Like... This guy? Who's this guy? He's here to, he's here to play. Get, oh, him, get him home. I don't know if he's okay. He's a dead Holy fucking shit. human body. Um, that is, everyone, right, everyone says that, right? Everyone goes, oh, everyone be nice and happy at my funeral. Don't cry. You know, you know, hmm. do shots and, and, and reminisce and stuff. That is a, that's a new frontier in that, in that idea is dig me up. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me in the ground. Don't leave me, me in the ground. My dick. <laughs> Dig me up. Dig me up and give me one last run, mate. Give me one. All the scientists get me. Give me one last run. I want you to give me to science, but I want them Before to find me. Before the worms me. eat me, I want, I want to live again. <laughs> I want to run. I want to feel the breeze in my hair. Give me to the scientists, but fill me with so much tequila that they can't use any part of me. <laughs> Just... That's so fucking wild. Uh, who would you dig up and, and, and bring to a night if you could? Uh, Christopher Lee. Because he's already Dracula. Um, Very good answer. <laughs> so he's like, he has that vibe. Because he always look. He, he has the vibe of someone who would stay quiet at a party and kind of hang out and, you know, be weird. But like... Certainly if he's dead, yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah. he'll be quiet. <laughs> I offer you anyone from history and you're no, like, his... well, Christopher Lee would keep his head down. So his him. dominance in a room, like you would notice Christopher Lee is there. But Certainly, you wouldn't... he's really tall. But he's, could, yeah. As a corpse, he'd be intimidating enough. I think that's a good... Uh... Yeah. Um, who would you do? Oh, Jesus. I think Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> I, think, I think he's the one on there. Give him a minute, mate. He'll come back. Give him a minute. He'll, he'll, uh, we ran out of booze. He'll be back. Turn that it's on his way. Fine, mate. He'll, he'll be, he'll might, right, might pop in. <laughs> um, yes, I'd... Uh, yeah. You know, Tell you what, if Mary Magdalene's there, you know what I mean? He'll be right. He'll be waking right up, mate. He'll be ruined. What is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is the cool priest from Fleabag. I don't know if you... This is, right. this is what that is. Second season. Well, uh, you're, you're witnessing it in real time. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, I believe. All, none of the stars are in the sky because they're all here with us this evening. You just witnessed an evening with cool priests. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Rory, um, you have yes. prepared a figure for this week, a topic for this week for us to talk about in depth. Um, Absolutely. And I was wondering who that was. <laughs> uh, so this week I prepared a story uh, about the billion dollar tech startup stroke subdividing scheme stroke school stroke gym stroke quote ecosystem uh, known as WeWork, which... Uh, was in the news uh, a lot last year. Yes. Uh, after its multi-billion-dollar evaluation uh, that it received, um, 
turned out to be probably inaccurate. I, I think we can come at this with, with talking about WeWork has been in the news quite a lot because of its mm-hmm. sort of self-delusion as a company. It was, it was an, essentially an office yeah. leasing scheme to create the veneer of, of millennial sort of minimalism. Um, yes, or, well, kind of that weird place between minimalism and, and insanity. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. WeWork was a, co- a collective office uh, company that sold workspaces to people, starting in New York City and then mm. growing to countries all yeah. over the world. Um, it was founded yeah. uh, by Adam Newman. Uh, is it not is, Neumann? Okay. I'll say Newman, you say Neumann. We'll have and let's call the whole things off. Yeah. <laughs> WeWork is a company uh, founded in 2010 by Adam Newman, stroke Neumann, uh, that was a commercial real estate company that shared, uh, sold shared office spaces uh, to people. So you could buy a desk or a room or a floor if you were a freelancer or a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was essentially just that. It was a real estate company uh, that sold co-working spaces that were very nicely designed. That was the idea. It actually started uh, as uh, a similar scheme called Green Desk and then became WeWork uh, in 2010. Mm -hmm. WeWork was given an insanely high evaluation that we'll get to. uh, Mm -hmm. Then as more and more stuff came out about how they were running their finances was deemed to be bullshit. And that's probably the story we've heard. So we're going to, first, we're going to go through the story of how they, their rise and fall briefly, Mm -hmm. because people have heard it before. It's somewhat interesting. It's not that interesting. And then we're going to take a deeper dive into the bizarre culture of WeWork. Yes. The particular product that they were selling and the strange mentality that seemed to underlie it. As I said, WeWork began as this company called Green Desk. And then 2010, it was formally set up as WeWork by Newman, um, one of the reasons the scheme worked so well, and this will be a common theme uh, with WeWork, is that um, was the financial crash of 2008. Um, there was lots of office space going cheap in New York City, um, and there were also increasingly more and more people involved in the freelance game. Um, and the reason uh-huh. I say this is a common theme is that WeWork uh, seemed like an incredibly newfangled idea and really cool and mm. invent, reinventing business and uh, being an entirely new kind of company. Uh, but every element of it is the most old-fashioned fucking yeah. uh, predatory business shit imaginable. Yeah. The scheme of re- uh, WeWork is essentially mm-hmm. just real estate, right? By 2018, uh, WeWork was the largest holder of real estate in London, apart from the UK government. Uh, and they owned more property in New York City than J.P. Morgan. They were the largest holder of office mm-hmm. properties in, in New York City. Um, they used this ridiculously sophisticated technology that they actually ended up purchasing to map the offices digitally. If you if you look at their uh, uh, promotional videos, you see they use this kind of, this kind of uh, digital mapping technology. Yeah. They try to show as much as possible of the process that, uh, goes into making their crazy, well-designed office spaces. Yeah, but as you say, this is just fucking rent, right? Then they yeah. just sell space to people, squatting on land and flogging it back to them. Yes, yeah. All this that precedes capitalism. The rent system, as yeah. we we're seeing yeah. with the yeah. coronavirus thing, is so antiquated, right? It doesn't even yeah. it shouldn't even exist alongside capitalism. It's completely insane. And you 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 get all these weird versions of ideology. You know, you see this also in 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 a. Uh, Irish ideology, you know, which is where mm. I'm from, which is, uh, you know, Irish nationalist ideology, which is that land, which is the most basic fucking 
you know, yeah, version of community, like what if we owned mm. the land we were stood on? What if we all had yeah. land together? Becomes this ridiculously over the top, uh, insane uh, version of community. Yeah. And so Adam Newman, um, people have described the early days of WeWork in particular like a cult. He's an extremely charismatic. They, I, to that point, they've, they've described it as a cult through to its end. Yeah. Um, WeWork, for example, uh, hold a camp each summer where tons of the employees gather. Oh my God, yeah. They do crafts. Uh, they party hard, apparently. Adam Newman is a big fan of weed and tequila. Those are his two. Sounds uh, cool. Loves. He sounds fucking cool, man. <laughs> sounds like someone's I want to do business. Which makes sense, right? Because if you're someone who's like, I sell like office space that looks like a hostel, but it's also the office space with a Nintendo 64 or whatever. <laughs> If I was drunk and high all the time, that would be fucking sick. I would say that stuff. I'd be like, man, you know, what would be so sick if I could just play fucking Crash Bandicoot? That would be, like, amazing <laughs> if I could just do that. Obviously, I would think that would be the best idea ever if I was just fucking wasted all the time. Like that Exactly, be... yeah. If I was hammered, I would believe whatever he said. And, yeah, and I would, I would follow my own random impulses as, mm. as you do. When you mm-hmm. get drunk and you have your stupid business ventures. A friend of mine called me the other day and said that we should start selling bugs for food to people <laughs> um, because people are going to be eating bugs. Um, so just at these camps, by the way, they would hear from speakers like Deepak Chopra uh, and oh, Lord would perform. Lord uh, performed Hot, with them? Yeah, I know you're a big Lord fan. Oh, uh, no. Chili Peppers. I know, I know. Which it takes the gig. Like, I don't care. Get the money, uh, you know. I suppose so. I, I know that the Chainsmokers and The Weeknd have also performed the, at those shows as well. Those, there those you camps. go. Yeah. So they have that um, cash. They have that fucking money. Exactly. Uh, and, and Newman, who was in the, uh, the Israeli Navy um, and uh, then went on to, to uh, launch a few... Uh, Failed business ventures, including the uh, the famous onesies for babies that have knee pads on them. Are you familiar with these? Yes. No, I write a bit about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're onesies for babies, and they have little. Yeah, I can't explain it differently. I mean, I don't. I don't know how this got. <laughs> you know past. what, mate? It's that simple, and that's why it's brilliant. The funniest thing about it is that Newman is a kind of like he's one of these barefoot is legal guys, right? Like he famously would, you know, walk around the boardroom and, and thing with yeah. his, in his bare feet. Yeah. So bare feet, fine. Baby knees, extremely fragile and dangerous. <laughs> he's like, he's like, feet can be out, but knees, you want to protect those, especially on babies. <laughs> um, but you know, the yeah. thing is, the thing is, sorry, with kneecaps on babies, I would think. Babies are soft. I need, I need to have <laughs> those knees protected. They probably are unborn. I, I think that I would, if I was a young parent, I'd be like, yeah, I need that. Dude, that is exactly it, right? We're, we're going to come back to this, but that, that principle, yeah. quote, babies are soft. I, someone tells you a problem that doesn't exist, but they go, you know, babies are really soft and yet they crawl yeah. around on their knees as they have done for all of time. Can I suddenly yeah. convince you that there's an issue yeah. that comes up here? Absolutely. Can I, I wanted to ask you, how much do you think you would be a sucker for the WeWork mentality, for the WeWork belief in society, community? Because I know myself enough to know that there's a version of me that exists about five years prior that I would totally slap this shit up. I would totally get into that. Yes. I, I, Are you I a bit more cynical? So too. Yeah. I mean, I think I've always been a little bit more cynical. But I think I could be a real sucker for it because so there's this clip that we're mm-hmm. going to play of Adam Newman describing uh-huh. his whole philosophy. And I like to say if you had to prioritize them, first personal growth, 
then your partner, your spouse, then your kids, then your friends, then business. When you get to business, first purpose, then people, then product, and the profits will follow. So when I think of we, I think of an ecosystem that brings it all together. And the fabric of that ecosystem happens at the building, at the neighborhood, and at the city. He describes it an ecosystem that ties all of life together, right? I think I could totally fall for that because you're right. I think that yeah. version of one of the things that I wanted to compare it to was, do you remember the fire festival, right? Yeah. Fire fest. So yeah. the guy who ran that, Billy McFarland, <laughs> which, is, which is the most, by the way, his, his Wikipedia page yeah. says Billy McFarland brackets fraudster. <laughs> like, the most, he is the most snake oil salesman name. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, yes. But just the guy with the fucking like, handkerchief on a stick like rolling into town yeah, oh, yeah. Billy McFarland. um mm -hmm. billy mcfarland's company that he had before fire festival that really got people interested in him okay um was a company called magnesis um okay. which was essentially to create a kind of club membership in new york where they would have apartments it was kind of like a clubhouse right you would have apartments and you would be a member of a club and you would all get to hang out together and when newman talks about like this social experience that he's going to integrate everyone into uh -huh. that's what it reminds me of and, and yeah. we work is well although yeah. it is basically just an office space what it kind of it's so many ideas in one because it's an yeah. office space but it is also kind of like um like a private members club like you know soho house or something you know yeah. and it invites and i yeah. think that that fucking billy mcfarlane and adam newman I think they fundamentally get how lonely people are. I think they understand yeah. how kind of miserable and yeah. wretched and lonely yeah. people are and how boring work is and how one of the pitches that WeWork makes is that you aren't working alone, right? Even though it's an individual office space. Yes. You know, you can, yeah. it, in their videos that they uh, release for their own company, pitching themselves, they tell people that they can, uh, you know, well, we have our own offices in, in WeWork and you can come and yeah. spark with us, you know, you can, you can, uh, synthesize your ideas in in, yeah. in this good company and i could so fall for that like yeah you know oh 100 me dire. too like i would love to have a chill fun workspace where there's a ball pit and i can have an ipa like that's 100 percent all i'm about <laughs> that is literally post lockdown that is who i am is someone you who likes the ball IPA guy. yeah and um but i think the difference between the two is that i think adam newman really drinks his own kool-aid as far as yeah. what they're doing is concerned he really believes this is game changing even though Definitely. it's like the difference between a wood desk and a marble desk is like it's not, <laughs> it's not yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah adam newman is is mark number one in terms of if he's scamming yeah. anyone number one is himself the trick uh, in business to, to yeah. quote gary v is to, is that you scam yourself first and then <laughs> Everything else you do can't be a scam because you already scammed yourself. So exactly, yeah. that's no, but that right, we're gonna get to that as well. Mm -hmm. um, now would be a good time to talk about WeWork's most important investor, who are a company called SoftBank. Yes, uh, who, who I think you're gonna provide a few more little details on. Uh -huh. um, but just before we go, SoftBank uh, invested 4.4 billion dollars in WeWork in 2017, oh. and then in 2018 they put in another 4.2 billion. Oh. It's so much money. It's, it's so, so much, much money. money. Adam Newman brags that he was able to convince the CEO of SoftBank in about 28 minutes. But they're yes. a company who, like, they have, they, have, they have investments in everything. They are a huge company. They, are, yes. they have investments in Amazon and Netflix and a 
bunch of different startups. So, if, and in in uh, Dell, in Hibri, the Chinese company in, Alibaba, yeah. Alibaba, which is this huge yeah. uh, company in China. Um, so they, yes. they 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 they're very much the kind of um, you know sow your wild oats kind of company. They're very they're <laughs> yeah. like if that doesn't work out, fuck it. We have a mi- we have a billion more to give this other fucking company. So exactly. That's fine. Well, that's yeah, yeah. that's what's so interesting because then after they put in the second. Uh, 4.2 billion in 2018. Mm. Um, Adam Newman started what he then called Project Fortitude, which uh, it's a funny as fuck name for what he was doing, uh, mm. which is getting them to raise that investment to $10 billion and then to buy out every single other investor in WeWork for another $10 billion, except oh, for man. Newman, in order to keep the company entirely in Newman's hands. So right. fortitude is so he code used, word for I'm the king now. Yeah, so he used an investment to then buy out other investors so he would be the sole benefactor of WeWork. Exactly, yeah. Clarify, yeah. SoftBank yeah. and him. The two of SoftBank them Bank and him, yeah. are, are, uh, are now in complete control of WeWork mm-hmm. in 2018. And he then went to task with them over the fact that, as you say, they invest in everyone, right? They, yeah. And they would invest in WeWork's competitors, but he was adamant yeah. that they not do so. Um, and right. Yeah, yeah. The support of SoftBank was really instrumental in getting uh, WeWork. What they one of the things that they're now incredibly uh, infamous for, which is their uh, 2019 evaluation provided by SoftBank of 47 yes. billion dollars. Um, to be fair, can I say it is a bit? I think it's sus to then to like I invested loads of money in this. Personally, I think it's way more, and you should go. <laughs> exactly. like, I think I that's so fact- fucking sus. I I really so this is, yeah. This is- this is what goes on, right? WeWork has not turned a profit. In fact, it's been losing money. How much mm-hmm. money it's lost, we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. But it's continually been yeah. losing money. The what everyone this to some degree baffles everyone, right? So this uh, to explain the economic process at work here very briefly. Um, uh, WeWork uh, was a privately traded company as opposed to a publicly traded company, which means that not anyone can just buy shares in it. And they were gearing up to go public. When you're this, when you have a billion or more uh, dollar evaluation and you're not traded, you're, you're what's known as a unicorn. They call these unicorn uh-huh. companies. They're privately traded, but with insanely high evaluations. Um, this process is notoriously fickle, right? Because mm-hmm. all you have to do is drum up support. You don't actually have to churn a profit yet. You just have to convince enough people that they'd like to buy it. Yeah. At level. If SoftBank says, we think it's worth this much, then that's the only thing people have to go on. This is an insanely fragile system that a yeah, huge yeah, amount yeah, of the yeah. economy is now built on to play devil's advocate for finance just for a second this is to some degree a fairly natural process when you have this level of financialization so if someone comes to you with facebook or google or youtube in the early days yeah you don't need to see the profit margins to know that soon enough this will surely be profitable uh-huh. um and so really what you need to do yeah. um is the basic mechanisms here um, is to drum up uh, investment interest, so to get people to keep pushing in money, like SoftBank, mm-hmm. and to get good press going, right? Yeah. And and WeWork got an insane amount of favorable media coverage. Yeah. Sorry. I say there. based on the well, just based on I want to I want to just highlight the decision making of Mayoshi Son in that Marcello Clore, who is now essentially the CEO of WeWork, when he took over, he said, uh, the, he describes the first time he met him. 
where he says someone was introducing them and they said, you have to meet this guy called Massa. You and Massa are going to get along good. I had no mm-hmm. clue who Massa was. I Googled Massa. And for those of you who haven't Googled Massa, he's quite a character, one of the most successful entrepreneurs. And I would say the largest visionary in the world. We met. He immediately understood what I did in terms of buying used phones, used Apple phones and so on. He asked me, how long did you take to implement in Verizon? I told him it took me nine months. He says, can you do it in three days in Japan? Flew a team of engineers, translated the software. We were live in 5,000 shops. He says, you can execute great. So just to understand how WeWork happened, he's a guy who is like, if I give, if I throw money at the right people, they will make things happen that are profitable. That seems to be, yeah. and I think that's kind of what he thought would happen with with Newman, which of course didn't. Yes. Because Newman talks a big game uh, so w- that's exactly what you have you have one guy whose job is to look for uh what he considers to be uh extremely creative innovative business people and he will uh-huh. throw money at them and they will get things done right you yeah know, the, uh and on the other hand you have a guy adam newman who is apparently extremely good at convincing people that he's one of these guys yeah even though he really might not be N- newman newman famously has personal ambitions including uh becoming Israel's prime minister. Yes. Uh, president of the world. Uh, oh my God. And the first trillionaire. Not a job. Not world. a job. No. no. Yeah. President of the world. Not yet actual career. Yeah. Uh, Mr. You can't Rework. do that. Yeah. Combined uh, with a guy who who's likened himself to Jesus in a call with investors. <laughs> you have just these insane, these insane delusions of people. Even if you're very exactly. successful, right? You can't, I feel like you, you can't function successfully in that vicinity if you don't have some kind of pullback of like this is what we well, do fundamentally but they don't this is the thing. Give a this shit, is, you so say you say that but likening himself to jesus was also something that steve jobs liked to do right and he is considered yes. by all to be a great business success now he's a piece of yeah. shit but the problem is so much of the industry relies on this particular kind of kool-aid right yeah mentioning a guy again the fire festival guy billy mcfarland that's what people said when they saw him they thought this is the guy right they, you're constantly looking for that guy you're looking for the new steve yeah. jobs you're looking yeah. for the new uh, tech messiah um and and functionally at the level both of the the broader economic forces how much investment you get in and at the interpersonal level it all depends on who can tell that story the best who can yeah. convince you most effectively. If I may say, sorry, just to, to, to compound that, Rebecca Paltrow, his wife, described him when they yep. first met as full of shit and my soulmate. <laughs> so she got it. She, oh. got the, she got what he was selling yes. and still believed in him. So she was like, it's this weird... She, she kind of exposes his whole brand of horseshit. Yeah, we should really do an episode on her sometime. She... Uh, she uh, famously studied both business and Buddhism uh, and performed Chekhov at the Old Vic. She's going uh, through the alphabet, two Bs, a C. <laughs> yeah. And was a yoga teacher. She's, she's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, she uh, also infamously, it's mythologized, but she also apparently went to the Dalai Lama's birthday party when she was a young girl. So. Uh, Dalai Lama, about... literally, according to the faith, is is a reincarnated man. So, like, you know, yeah. she, this, these are the company she keeps. Six foot five, long haired, Jesus yeah. is her boyfriend. <laughs> that, but their whole gimmick, and it's so fucking lame, mm-hmm. was the design, right? And you mentioned yeah. 
Newman is able to sell himself to people and that there's this kind of veneer that goes over him that totally convinces people, even though there's seemingly nothing there. That's exactly the same with the business model, right? The whole point right. was to turn rooms with tables and chairs into something more than rooms with tables and chairs. So yeah. famously, as everybody likes to point out, <laughs> one of their competitors in the UK uh, was called IWG, and they were valued 13 times less than WeWork, even though they were turning wow. a profit. Okay. Yeah. And when you'd ask people why, the main reason they'd give is you'd look at IWG, and you can Google their office spaces, and you compare them to WeWork, and you go, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they look like shit. Like, compare, like IWG is furnished. It's not furnished badly. Uh, I would describe their furnishing yeah. as... Um, as the waiting room for uh, an NHS referred therapist, they're like kind you're of you're not you selling know, it, yeah. You're not. You're not. <laughs> they're they're like that flat, you know, either blue or kind of tealy carpet, yeah. plywood furniture. It's very oh, fluorescent lighting. It's it, yeah. it looks it looks like an office. Can I say? Can I say you you? Describe you can boil down the appeal of WeWork by saying they sold like you know steampunk rooms over regular office space, and everyone was like, Wow, it, it, <laughs> I can pretend I'm in Sherlock Holmes, the game of shadows, or whatever. Exactly. Like, it's like <laughs> that room that no one remember that film that no one remembers but you. Yeah, uh, everyone does. No, yeah, you, you that's did. exactly it. So, just to describe, I'd recommend people Google them, but to give it a rough description, uh-huh. yes, it's that sort of what people call industrial aesthetic which means you know yeah. open open hanging lighting lots of wood but also lots of plants um and a detail that i find absolutely maddening is the murals right so the murals you mentioned we mentioned uh, in previous yes. episodes we've talked about you know gary v and dan Locke and these inspirational yes. quote guys and that adam newman is these offices are like trying to climb inside one of these quotes, right? The, the entire <laughs> office is a monument. Let me live sort of among the letters. Let me live <laughs> among the letters. I want to be among the message. Because the whole room is an Instagram trap, right? Yeah. So like on one wall, you have, you know, an image of a forest with that, you know, uh, muted color, A24, you know, uh, color yes, palette yeah. thing. Uh, and the big words, you can do it uh, in metal on them. And Hang then, in there. <laughs> it's so fucking lame. And then in, in another, you've got like a, a sort of a vortex yeah. uh, with uh, yellow hands, like holding onto a, uh, uh, what you got, a crystal ball uh, with yeah. the caption, fortune favors the brave, which is a slogan you find yeah. all over them. And so these murals, you know, extolling the virtues of productivity mm-hmm. and the productive capacity of WeWork patrons are just they're just everywhere you can do it working is great you love working yeah. don't you love working and so it's, you can, it, yeah you can actually work inside the motivational atmosphere that capitalism is selling you all the time yeah it's like you it's like you're paying for the ads to show up to remind you to keep working in that space so it can show up exactly. in real time yeah you can see it like exactly it's like yeah it's like living inside uh yeah the fever dream mm-hmm. uh of, of a of a LinkedIn guy where you can, and <laughs> yeah. you know, the footage they show is people sat against these places working. It's, mm-hmm. it's that fantasy of productivity. And it's so perfect that it arrives at the same time as like freelance culture, right? It's so unbelievably lame. Like when yeah. you read all the articles, even that are critical of it, they're like, well, yeah, but you can't fault the spaces. And you're like, yeah, no, there is a lot of- No, I'm sorry. Words. I've been in any hostel ever and it was exactly. more fun. It's literally just like- It's youth hostel culture. I hate to be working right now, except it's like, no, I love to be working. Like, it's like <laughs> not, you don't even get a yes. respite. It's like, just dumb. It's so like- It's always looming over you. It's so fucking lame. Mm. It's, um, 
I think it's the dream. The thing is, here's, here's my take. Okay. Yeah. I am someone with no sense of interior design. Yeah, and me neither. I can so buy into the idea of, please design my life for me and I can just live it. And I think that's the same appeal of these places where like, we want to yes. work, we want to be chilled too. And someone's like, some, some bare level, like fucking interior design was like, okay, I'll just write quotes on the wall, do a fucking queer <laughs> eye makeover. That's what everyone's craving. But it's like, they sold it to people as a legitimate thing. And it's just not a good product. Tell me That's, what to yeah. do. Yeah. I need to, when I go for my coffee break, I need a big sign that yeah. says, you know, bust a nut in your dreams. And then <laughs> I can do it. Then I can bring myself to do it. I wanted to ask you, uh, if you were to design a WeWork, uh, a WeWork uh, mural, what would, you, what would you put in yours? Oh, you, uh, I would have, um, I think, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, um, yeah. good. But with just like we yearn, so it's just like it doesn't forget my essential yearning for something greater than this. But I'm still like I'll still work it. I'll still work. Is it so? It's the we yearn, and it's like you know, that's actually it's more. The grass is greener on the other side, or something like yeah. that. And it's just like yeah. so. It's basically the same thing. But I'm trying to escape. I'm openly trying to escape. You're openly trying. Yes. Well, that's yeah. the other thing about it. You walk around and you think you guys all because it's all about work right like yeah like, both their brand and the product itself like newman mm -hmm. and the thing are all about how great work is and how great the hustle is he calls himself yeah. uh what's the hustle meister <laughs> yeah he and like that we're like extolling people to hustle harder in that fucking annoying gary v way as well are you sure so, he doesn't mean drink more drink harder <laughs> or are you sure he doesn't mean smoke take a bigger toke yeah he's like take a <laughs> take a bigger toke of industry <laughs> Like, that would be my mural is one of those you know those awful shirts you see in camden which is oh, like mate, mate. spongebob with a big z yeah <laughs> and red eyes be he's like, like toke more he's like hold it in for better productivity <laughs> that's what he's gonna say but yeah no mate it's good for you it's good for you yeah on you top of it yeah <laughs> i pay i pay some graphic designer uh, yeah ten thousand pounds to do a brooklyn mural that says what it's a plant <laughs> It's a plant. It comes from the ground. It's from the earth for productivity. That's uh, yeah. He's, he just can't. That's that's ever that punctuates everything. He's just like a bunch of the people, and I'm guilty of this too. Of of you know, well-off dudes who are like, why don't we just drink and smoke all the time? He's literally like, what if we went to? What if we watched like Apocalypse Now backwards while high? And it's like nothing would happen. We would just be no watching a movie high. Exactly. And it couldn't be, it couldn't be clearer that, yeah, he set up a business just to do the things he wanted. Like, you know how when you're office and you wish there was a beer tap that you could just use? Yeah. No. No, well, I do. So yeah, we'll make, <laughs> I we'll make do, the dream yeah. office. What if, that, what if you worked with people who all collectively rewatched Doctor Who at the same time? So you could talk about <laughs> it at the same, at, while you're working. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Of course me, me Uber specific dude would love that. Like, yeah. And God. it's that, the thing about his ego, I think, is totally right, where yeah. the thing that underlies the kind of hustler philosophy, right, is that your circumstances can all be manipulated by your mind, right? If you're miserable, you, it's just because you're processing it as misery. You can make yourself happy. You can do anything. Anything inside you can be projected into reality, including your own sort of shitty situation right now. And that goes all the way up to like, my company yeah. can be worth $47 billion. Yeah, we literally. Money. We can, yeah. Uh, if I say it is, if I say it. And, and the crazy thing is, 
he was right. Like it, you know, mm. obviously it all came crashing down. But yeah. That is how the system functions as currently dictated. So keen are yeah. we to find these new traps. Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think it's like, it's, it's a product of wealthy culture being, it really is who you're in a room with. It really, I mean, we're talking about a guy who was friends with Jared Kushner and helped visualize their plan for the Middle East. Like, so I was going to get into that. Yeah. I don't mean to jump ahead, but like, we're talking about like, it is literally talk about who I'm on a balcony with drinking <laughs> these margaritas. Oh, the, the office space guy, he'll be great. They'll need office space in, in Lebanon. Sure, sure, bring him in, bring him in. Let me, he'll, he'll sort that out. He seems like Crucial. a... Crucial, just as he subdivided office space. Oh, so he smokes he weed? He smokes, lives. he smokes weed? Yeah, I, let's, let's bring him in. He seems cool. Like, that is rich it's... people culture, yeah. Rich people, because all rich people will listen to whoever in the room has drugs, right? Like the minute you go, oh, I'm holding, they're like, yeah, 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 this is the guy. And Adam people, Newman, obviously... Rich people follow the person with drugs around, waiting to get in on it, and, and, and in, in return will be like, hey, do you want to... Um, uh, do you want to fix Palestine? Do you want to yeah, do it? Like, yeah, can I get in on that? Do you want to... I'll let you, yeah. yeah. Do you want to run the silly aisles? Do you want to... That, that's a job I can give you if you just let me have a toke. If you just... Can I have four tokes instead of two, please? <laughs> Just to go into WeWork's sort of uh, sad decline. Uh-huh. Um, so in August, uh, while WeWork were filing for a public offering, um, a lot of their finances were published so that some uh-huh. people could see what they were doing. Uh, and it became immediately clear that things were much, much worse than they had at least been projecting, right? Now, I don't think they've been accused of defrauding investors, um, but uh, they God forbid. <laughs> They certainly projected the wrong image. Uh, one of the things that these uh, findings revealed that in the first six months of 2019, they'd lost $690 million, which brought their total losses, losses for, that, for the last few years to $3 billion. Remember, this is a company that is valued at plus $47 billion. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine that loss of money. I can't imagine having that amount of money, let alone exactly. losing it. Like- but they've been, they've, this, is, this is with the money that, that SoftBank has been plowing into them. And they're oh, my in, God. They're in, yeah. they're in the red for $3 billion. Can I say just quickly, a, uh, an amount of money that SoftBank has recently claimed to be foolish, quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so SoftBank, um, so, so once, once this comes out, evaluations start coming in as low as $10, $12 billion. People start making their own evaluations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not trusting the guys who are like, yeah, we gave them loads of money. We know what's up. Yeah. Uh, that's less than SoftBank's given, right? So like, and they're, and they're valued at lower uh, than that. Yeah. So on the 17th of September in 2019, they postponed uh, going public inevitably. Mm-hmm. Um, and a loose, informal coup uh, is organized against Newman. Just a uh, chill, you know, it fit the brand. <laughs> just a relaxed, laid back. Exactly hey, that. if you want a drink, you can have a drink at, at this coup. Yeah. <laughs> Come up on this beanbag, man. Your career yeah. is fucking <laughs> over. We're going to hold your nose and put your mouth under the Amstel tap and <laughs> fucking drown. The board have a vote. They vote Newman off as CEO. Uh, he actually votes himself off as well. Wow. Um, Bit of self-crit right at the end. We yeah, love it. there you go. Well, these guys are always aren't they? Like, yeah, you know, I know, I know, I'm like this. I know, I, you know, I know, I get high in the middle of the day, and I like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to waste three billion dollars. I'm sorry. <laughs> a mentality uh, I relate to. 
Um, uh, and famously, and then we, we, we couldn't uh, tell the story without mentioning this insane fact. Uh, we mm-hmm. work, uh, we're so fucking in the red uh, and, and investors were, were uh, so uh, withdrawing their, their at least nominal support uh, that they literally couldn't afford to fire their employees because it would cost too much money to pay the severance that they would That's have. That's so funny. I love that. Um, so they're, they're poor, <laughs> they're too poor to let their employees go. Um, Please don't leave me. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so that's the fall yeah. of WeWork. Um, hang on. Uh, did, you, did you know anything about the lawsuit with SoftBank that's ongoing? Um, the lawsuit with SoftBank is that Newman essentially wants to have his company back. But they, right. um, for Mayo Yoshi-san, Masayoshi-san, sorry, uh, quote, after making a comeback from overwhelming losses earlier this year, SoftBank took a U-turn and made $11.8 billion for the three months that ended on June 30th. They're doing fine. And what's strange, <laughs> what's strange about this whole story is that money flows into all parts of this. Like, yeah. even while Newman was being forced out, he was getting a loan of about $2 million, a personal loan of about $2 million for people. He is able yes. to find people who believe in his his shtick uh, like yes. so aggressively he's able to find that um softbank now have taken about 80 percent of control of the company and have appointed a new executive chairman marcello claw ray i mm-hmm. think Claw. Yeah. Claw yeah, that's right as ceo and uh, he was the former ceo of sprint so they are basically and they sold off a bunch of the uh, companies that we work acquired yeah right? and as we're yeah. about to discuss we work was growing into this massive empire which was mm. the other crucial thing that the 2019 findings yeah well the uh, big revealed. thing was that he was able to apparently have a conversation with elon musk about creating we work on mars which never really we came to anything on mars yeah so it's like this they're kind of trying to what's weird about softbank and i think which is so sort of yeah. clinical and businessy is that they are still trying to make this a success they're still trying to yes. bring it into a new age and that there was something essential about the product or about the idea that spoke to people ignoring the fact that the the whole thing that was essential and spoke to people was a scam about selling <laughs> something that wasn't real it's a disingenuous like, bullshit yeah but with insane life-changing really amounts of money are flung about like they don't even matter yeah it's bizarre this is a world where you can Crazy. lose billions and you can lose like a million and you don't even get your life there's a weird your standard of life stays the same and i have no yep. idea how it works for it. i don't know what it means because they are easily comfortable like losing that amount of money i mean um this was a thing so sorry um just quote there was um uh by giving the company access to new capital softbank is positioning itself as a potential savior and critical ally that the conglomerate is of course protecting its own WeWork investment as well Obviously. so it's like yes. it's clearly he's still making good on this fucking loss that he made because it's like that amount of money doesn't mean anything to them it's all no. in stocks it's all in bonds it's all in severances or words they made up Numbers i don't mean to stream. be too i don't mean to be too conspiracy theory about it but words they made up to make it Nobody. seem like they're selling anything other than office space they're like it's crazy it's amazing um and how are you going to listen to a guy like that's life philosophy how are you going to listen yeah. to him tell you like that life is a delicate ecosystem and that it's wife first and then kids yeah and dog and yeah. then work and then, yeah. you know, yeah. fridge. Like, th- this guy has no sense of reality. He's he, completely he's, detached from everything. It's so... 
he he has learned that you can lie your way to the top or the fake top because that top is about to cut out from under you like a fucking looney tunes cartoon but allegedly lie, lie, we should you'll say. be fine by the yeah, way yeah, by the way yeah. you'll fall but it'll be like a little scuffle and you scrape your knee a little exactly, bit. Exactly. You get yeah. up and can still live a good life with your wife, who knows you're full of shit, by the way, but knows that you're her soulmate. God, it's I wanna, like I want to meet that wife. So, I want to know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, this brings us to the thing we, we, we most have to talk about, right? So, like, uh, Adam Newman um, has an amazing brain where... Uh, a beautiful brain. A beautiful brain. That is some brain where he sees... He kind of has Trump's brain. Right. You know uh-huh. how Trump sees all products and thinks I can put my name on anything? Yeah. Adam yes. Newman yeah. ballooned what was just a real estate company selling office space into an entire um, a philosophy and an entire worldview, literally in the sense that he wants it in every uh, facet of your life. Right. Yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned with the ecosystem quote before, so just going to go through some of the things uh, that Adam Newman uh, invested WeWork in uh, and hope to do. So went from being just an office space uh, to setting up what he called, quote, a wellness center, oh. <laughs> uh, Rise, uh-huh. um, which was a gym, but also a spa, but also a fucking can't answer a question. He's like the guy who's yeah. like, you know, my one man show. It's like a play, but it's also a musical. <laughs> but it's yes, also a yeah, novel. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. Um, uh, this is from uh, WeWork's website uh, where they write, quote, wellness has long been part of WeWork's offerings for members and employees. From well, wellness classes. being tequila and a joint. <laughs> that's, that's what he means. But like wellness, isn't that the most fucking like one flew over a cuckoo's nest ass? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, go on, go on. Fitness classes, meditation spaces, restful retreats, and more. But research, research has shown its members want and need more holistic approach. There's not more, we by work, the way. There's not. <laughs> we work wellness began as a pilot program in early 2016 and has since begun offering 20 to 30 fitness classes each week in New York patients. So the, it's this holistic thing, right, as well. So it's, it's yeah. exercise, but it's also spa stuff. And this is, this is like Adam Newman's thing is he has um, – he has the everything itis brain, right? Where you, where you, you know, it's also a thing I see like writers do where like, you think this has to have everything. This has, the thing I'm doing has to resemble the entirety of life. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If it's devoid in one way, it's not good enough. I, look, I will anyway. say because they're not, I've done enough unpaid internships for, for <laughs> CEOs that believe in wellness and goodness and stuff. It is the most fucking horseshit term it is it is made up to to try and justify that you connect with your employees on an essential level of we all want to feel good right and it's like you are you're so removed from cause of the thing you're not like the reason people are unhappy a lot of the time is their jobs is their thing is not getting money and it's like you're trying to say oh you can have it all it's this it's this absolute snake oil lie and then i do believe you can achieve wellness and have meditation and take that time for yourself etc etc but it has become this this dog whistle of like just absolute nonsery i don't know what to call like it's so i i I think so i also think it's like it's a very it's a level of self-delusion i think because as you said about adam newman i think i think 
these people really believe it. And it also, you find yeah. it everywhere, right? It's the mentality of like the manager at the bar who lets you like have a toke of weed after work. Yes. Yeah. And yeah I yeah. guarantee you in three weeks is like failing to pay you on time. Like yes. he likes yeah. wellness. That's You're describing wellness my guy. exact pub experience. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I've been there too, right? Like it's this kind of like, I want to have this kind of all inclusive family. You want to loosen the bonds of work. Like he puts like on his list of things that matter, he puts business like at the bottom mm -hmm. and yet he's dedicating his life. He said he, he said he wants to be the world's first trillionaire. Yeah. Fucking self-delusion of the highest it's, order. It's the same thought process of the guy from There Will Be Blood, but just going, <laughs> I have feelings too. I have, uh, it's just like, that's the only yeah. difference. It's like, it's tissue. Thing, I'm human right? too. It's like, we know you're human, but you're still capable of this shit. You're not yeah, like, because exactly, doesn't, exactly. It's always good because it's scamming rich people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. is. It is. And it, and it, and it has, uh, you know, it has so many similarities with a lot of what we've talked about before. Yeah. Right? Like it, it is, it is like that, uh, like the fire festival guy, but it's also like goop. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, um, it's, it's, it's like, like apple as well, guys. just without yeah. the apple, without the actual essential products. It's exactly. like, yeah, that same self-belief, that same delusion. Yeah. And Silicon Valley is full of these people, right? Mm -hmm. And and that was the other thing that uh, I was going to mention now as well is that famously one of the weird things about WeWork is that they style themselves as a tech company, even though they're a research, even that their their official um, uh, uh, registration declares them to be a company that will use technology in new and interesting and innovative ways. Um, yeah. Even though, again, they're just squatting on land yeah. in New York and they're London just squatting, with yeah. the most disgusting inflated property prices in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but it, that's not enough for him, right? He has to believe he's Christ, so he has to convince yeah. himself he's Christ. Yeah. Um, and, and don't uh, we all? That's just wellness. Convincing yourself you're Christ, that's just wellness. Yeah. That's wellness. That's, that's wellness for me. Oof, this episode has a lot more edge than I expected. I didn't think I, I was this angry. No, I didn't realize I was this angry about it. I'm happy to talk about it, but it's just like, it is hysterical that he's like, I am Christ. Now let me <laughs> down, let me down this yard of ale. <laughs> That's my miracle is that I can put oh, it away. You know, I can put it away. <laughs> a good place to close out on is mm -hmm. that Newman... Oh, getting better. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. No, but literally, because that's what, when you read the press on this, when you read the financial press, you know, like Bloomberg and the Financial Times and stuff, we've covered this a lot, um, and Wall Street Journal, they find it a very funny and compelling story. The tone of a lot of the reporting is that although this is unprecedented and the evaluation was insanely high and, and to have that mm -hmm. withdrawn is just mental, they're sort of like, well, this is kind of the system working as it is. You know, occasionally you get yeah. taken in by a barefoot Israeli who thinks he's Christ. And you think, <laughs> but, but they're right. You know, that, that is the way this ridiculous system yeah. functions. And to a degree, him getting to play with billions for a few years, mm. I mean, you know, it took nearly a decade to bring him down was the system functioning as best it can i mean there's no there's yeah. no other way of filtering out yeah. the the steve jobses from mm. the fucking adam newmans right it's, yeah mean, it's considered like that's the exception that proved the rule like okay we got it wrong this time we lost exactly. what three billion dollars yeah like that's yeah. and that and we're supposed to be like oh that's just fine they they miss every now and again. Is the economy? Yeah, honey, honey, yeah. I know I shat the bed. Look, I know I yeah. shat the bed, but most of the time I shit in the bowl. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you gotta shit in the bed to remind you why the bowl's so good. <laughs> no, I don't even hope he goes to jail. I hope he goes on QVC or some bullshit. I hope he's on some oh. new age QVC, schlocking his bullshit. 
just like and and he has to stand there and sit in it he has to sit in those three hour ads he has to be like i do believe this yeah yeah and i was like Yes, oh. you should buy this clock that says it's wine o'clock. <laughs> that fucking is. That could be a WeWork mural, right? It's one yeah. degree away from that fucking. 100%, 100%. Yeah. It's just kitschy bullshit with no. Yeah. So that's. Um, so that's well, Newman. That's Newman. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. I'm sorry that we got into a kind of Bill Burr, Tim Dillon kind of rant about it rather than seeing the. <laughs> but um, in my defense, I've had a few beers. And that's for maybe, and this is low key who I am. It's like I don't want to get political, but I I, I had I had two Heinekens, so now I'm like, <laughs> good for um, you. Well, yeah, if, and in my yeah. defense, I hate this guy, and, and yeah, oh, uh, totally, researching yeah. sapped the joy from my veins. But if you enjoyed listening, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us on if you just type in that's rich on Instagram or um, rich underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, this is yeah we come out fortnightly we really appreciate all your support if you like what you're listening to please leave us a review on apple podcasts and um i think that'll be everything for us um rory um i think we should hotbox a room and yeah. come up with a new kind of stationery a new kind of pencil oh, case i think that's a great idea we yeah. draw i want to i want to we draw i want to reinvent the pencil case um what yeah. if your pencil case... Here's an idea, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> here's an idea, right? Um, oh, take it easy. Once, take it easy, man. One time... It's, yeah, it's you got to cough to get off. You got to cough to get off. One time when I was in school, a guy, uh, guy took a pencil case uh, off, an, off another guy and he, uh, he shat in it. Uh, and what fuck. if... What if... Uh, what if pencil cases had a little compartment for that? What if you could? What if they had? Oh a little, shit, man! You wouldn't have to leave your desk to shit. No, you, yeah, you could shit right there. You could shit. Oh right there. shit! Yeah. Fuck. Well, I'll catch. We we gotta workshop this more, but we'll be back next time. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I'm 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 Rory. Yeah. Catch you later. Bye bye. Bye.